it's your boy King Testify here with your man of D Half Court in here with another episode. Man, we we getting straight to it, man. We got a lot of heat. You know, we're gonna talk about the second half of the season coming up. MVP talks with AKA Jokic. You know, the reigning NBA champions, the Lakers. You know, for the culture, man. You know, people out here putting gorilla glue in their hair. I don't know what's going on, man. Weird, weird year so far, but uh, like, bro. Bro, bro, I, I guess what, bro, I was going to say about that. I was going to save it for the rant. I was going to save it for the yeah. rant, but then I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just talk it over, over the Florida culture. So, hey, let's go, boy. Hey, man, let's get it, man. Let's start it off, man. All right. Second half of the season, man. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of NBA teams so far this year that have made a splash in the first half of the season. A lot of NBA teams that haven't lived up to the expectations, right? So, I just want to say, is there a game coming up in the second half that you're looking forward to that maybe, you know, us NBA fans have been needing or been wanting, you know, maybe a hint of what's going to happen in the playoffs or the finals of D? You know, I just want to pick your brain a little bit on that. Okay. So, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Um, I'm going to stick to my guns here and my – Okay, I should say my second favorite team from the West Coast after the Houston Rockets right now is, I think you'll guess it, Johannes, the Utah Jazz. Now, they have beat uh, two of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference so far this month alone in the past two games. And that's one, the Boston Celtics, which I don't even want to talk about that game because that fourth quarter was ugly. Second one was against the Bucks for the second time in a row this year. For the second time in a row, by double digits, too. And um, they have a game coming up against top-tier teams. Um, 76ers are coming up next week alongside with the other team from L.A., the Lakers, which we'll be talking about later. On Wednesday, the 24th, I really am looking forward to watching that game this this coming weekend. It's gonna, it's gonna, def- it's gonna show a lot about the Utah Jazz, I believe, because they, the ball movement they've been having, the way the the team chemistry has been going, has just been insane. It's been fun to watch, you know. It's just like, I don't want to say bubble, watching them like they were in the bubble, but like it's like a whole nother level now, you know. And a lot of that has to do with Donovan Mitchell, like easing into his game, Rudy Gobert, and all that. So like, hey man, Utah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game this week. How about you, Johannes? Hey, man, let me just uh, start off by agreeing with you. You know, the Utah Jazz have been playing well. I mean, defensively, offensively, you can't really ask for more. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a team that I definitely did not see being, you know, this far in the, in the uh, standings. I don't think a lot of people did, especially that boy Shaq, you know, doubting two guys off that team and just talking that ish. But I do agree um, with some analysts that, they still have a lot to prove. I mean, this is just a regular season, right? You know, a lot of NBA teams have been banged up. You know, COVID has canceled a lot of games and, you know, put players in certain hotel rooms that they don't want to be in, right? Um, but for me, I'm going to keep it at home, man. I'm going to keep it at home. The Celtics and the Lakers, a rematch. You know, uh, I know, you know, two things. or one, one thing we have in common is that we both were heartbroken by that game. Um, it came down to the wire, and we both have a lot of Lakers – fans um 
that love to, yeah, quote unquote, um, a lot of them are just LeBron groupies, you know. Um, but, you know, I just want to see a rematch of that. Possibly um, a finals matchup is what we're hoping, you and I. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a game that we all always circle and, you know, make sure to watch. And, um, you know, I, if I'm being honest, I want to watch every game. You know, I think every game is crucial, except, uh, you know, anything involving the Timberwolves or, you know, lame, lame teams like that. Um, but anyways, moving on. Right. What's the team, Abdi, to you that you had maybe not high expectations, but expectations that haven't been met yet and that need to step it up in the second half of the season in order to make it to wherever you think they should be making it to? All right. This this was a tough one. So I just boiled it down to two teams again. East, I got the Toronto Raptors, bro. Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, Boucher. Is that how you say his name? Boucher is a Boucher. Like, yeah, I, I think it's Boucher, yeah. Boucher, right? Yeah. Having an amazing start to his uh, season. Um, just like, I don't know what it is, man. I think teams have kind of caught on to the coaching style of Nick Nurse. And maybe, like, I, 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 I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Like, it, it may not be the coaching watching them. It may have to be the the guys not not meshing together like they used to. You know what I'm saying? So definitely Toronto and then the West Portland, bro. Like I know they're just like an iffy team, like they're a fun team to watch. But like this is the year where you guys are supposed to like separate yourselves from that that oh like we're gonna make it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be top five. We're going to be considered the top five team, especially with Dame having had, having had that, that crazy breakout season last year. And then this year you got Carmelo hooping, you got everyone else hooping CJ. I mean, having CJ on the bench is definitely like a bummer. Don't get me wrong, but like their, their, their team, I expected way, way more from, especially with the addition of Ennis Cantor and what he's been able to do with his role. How about you? Big fella. Hey, man, let me just say, Toronto, they, they're done. That franchise is over with. I'm, I, they they got to rebuild at this point. Because, look, if you got two centers, one being skinnier than I am, you're not going to win in this league, all right? Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was watching him against the, the, the Celtics, and I'm like, bro, this man is built like a tree branch, bro. This guy is skinny as hell. I, I, that can't, he can't be an NBA center, right? Um, Larry's getting up there in age. He's very efficient. Um but you got OG Ananobi, you know, in and out of the lineup. Siakam is not playing up to expectations, like you said. Um, you know, they I think they got to rebuild at this point. You know, uh, figure out a way to just reconstruct the team. I think the coaching staff is a great coaching staff, but um, they just got to figure out what's going on there. Trailblazers, I mean, Caesar McCollum's been out. But I do agree that they do have enough pieces to at least be a top five team in the West, maybe. Um, given what's going on out in the West. Uh, my team is the Miami Heat, right? You know, I mean, yes, they've been hit with injuries and, you know, um, you know, whatnot, but this is a team that has put expectations on themselves after what happened last year or a couple months, I should say. Um, but right now, man, they're in a hole, you know, they, they're, they're battling the Knicks, the Hornets, the Raptors for that seventh, eighth seed, you know, that play in seed. Um, but I think they could turn it around. They're on a four game winning streak right now. I mean, they, 
are finally healthy. They got guys stepping up. Um, but that's a team I think they really got to turn it around because not only they should be in the playoff mix, they should be a top five team, you know, contending with the Bucks or the Celtics or, you know, whatnot. I have one answer for the Miami Heat, and I think you'd agree with me. Bradley Beal, go on. No, nah, that's a – see, I don't like the Wizards from the standpoint that they're holding him hostage, right? I know Bradley Beal's, you know, saying all the right things. You know, I want to stay in Washington, whatever. But, damn it, you see his face every game at the end when he's like, bruh, get me out of here. You know, shaking his head. You know, his wife even tweeted, like, free Bradley Beal, like, free my husband. When, you know, this is crazy. Um, a lot of NBA teams could use him. The Miami Heat, for sure. You know, um, maybe even Kyle Lowry. You know, I know I'm, I'm, I gas him up at times, but, like, Drasha cannot play defense at all. And I'm just saying, man, you know, he only got a year left on his contract, you know. I think Bam could also use some help down there in the front court. You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot of, lot, of, lot of murmur and a lot of talks about Andre Drummond wanting to leave Cleveland. But, hey, if that could happen, bro, and I know Pat Riley can make it happen where, where he could bring in a – I wouldn't say superstar, but a star level kind of guy where he could produce a solid 18 and 10, 18 and 8 in whatever statistical category we're talking about. I think Miami is the right designation for a lot of these guys wanting out of the, the current situation that they're in. So I agree with you on that. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, if you if you want help down low, man, I mean, just, just play Udonis Haslam, you know. But anyways, uh, moving on to maybe – a MVP candidate, right? This man is hooping. And I, I mean, he is hooping. Um, he's averaging almost 27 points a game, 11 and a half rebounds, almost nine assists per game, and almost two steals as well. Um, I have him right now up there with LeBron as, you know, the toss-up for the MVP. His team, Nicole Jokic, as we're speaking, his team is they're, they're playing decently. I think they're a six or seven seed right now. Um, but man, he is playing like a monster up D man. I know you love Jokic, man. Tell me, do you think that he's an MVP candidate right now? Do you think that the nuggets should be better than what they are right now? Given his play. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I have been a big Jokic fan since watching him like a lot throughout the pandemic like, I've heard a lot of good things about him these past couple of years. Shout out to Eli. Eli was the first guy. Eli was the first guy who said, your brother, like, this guy's going to be, this guy's going to be amazing. This guy's going to be great. I was just, I always kind of like, was like, yeah, okay, okay. He's going to be, he's going to be okay. But like, like the, the bubble and then seeing what he's doing this year with the amount of weight that he's dropped on top of that, like, yeah, he definitely is, deserves an MVP at this point. But... But in my opinion, there it's it, it's gonna be difficult. You got Dame, who's having an amazing year. Steph, Steph, bro, Steph, who's having an amazing year. Who uh, Easter Conference, bro? I know how big of a fan you are with Joel, bro. He's killing it this year. 20, literally averaging the same amount of uh, stats as Jokic is minus the assists. Cause that guy don't like passing the ball. We all know that, <laughs> but like, it's going to be tough to call who the MVP really is. It's it's, I'm not going to say it's too early, but the race is dwindling down to like the, the top five. We know, we know who the top five are going to be. We know those top five guys 
that are going to get it. And we, I, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough, man. I don't know, Jan. This is what I think. I think, you know, you have great points, but when it comes down to it, you know, when, when it comes down to 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we always look at the two guys that were in the mix for the MVP. You know, we always talk about during the season, like five or six guys, which is great, you know, to give them recognition, but it always comes down to two guys. And I honestly think it's LeBron and Jokic. LeBron, you know, I've always given, I've given him criticism, but he's 36, averaging 27, 8 and 8. Lakers, second best team in the West. I mean, I mean, in the league, excuse me. Jokic doing his thing. So I think it comes down to those two right now. Obviously, throughout the season, it could change. Maybe Steph might be up there. I definitely think Embiid should be a top three candidate. I, he is playing amazing right now. Um, but to go back to the Nuggets, uh, Jokic is playing well. I think the Nuggets can only go as far as Jamal Murray takes them because he is playing like garbage right now. And when I mean by garbage, it's not necessarily he's playing terrible, but he's not playing to the level that you and I and most NBA fans would think that he would be at given what happened in the bubble. Um, You know, he needs to be averaging at least 25, in my opinion. Um, Maybe during the second half, he could step it up. But I think in all honesty that it's just as far as that, you know, the, as far as they can make it is what Murray can do for the team. Um, but to move on, defending champions, Lakers. Um, one of the topics was, do y'all think that the Lakers will make it to the championship and repeat the title? I personally think real quick, because I'm going to make it short. You know, I don't Lakers don't deserve my time. But do I think they're going to repeat? Of course, they're going to repeat. I honestly think so because of the fact that these guys, are just, they're just – cruising through the season they're just barely trying and they're winning games and lebron's playing like mvp ad's doing his thing schroeder's doing his thing everybody's just playing their role and playing it well the only struggles um that they have is maybe they might need to you know have better handshakes but that's the only thing i could see other than that this team is just cruising i wouldn't be surprised if they win another championship but that's just me abdi i don't know what your thoughts are on them so, okay. At first, if you asked me this in the beginning of the season, I would have said a big maybe. But with Paul George's recent injury for the LA Clippers, I don't know, bro. I think, honestly, the, the Lakers have a clear path right now. And the way they've been playing the last three games, regardless of it being overtime, double overtime, Whatever it was, was it double overtime? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't watch the game. I think it was just a single overtime, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That's three games in a row, right? Right, right, yeah. And then them being down to Memphis by twenty last night, like yeah, exactly twenty points in the first quarter last night, and then coming back and just willing their way through that victory. They look like the most polished team in the NBA right now. And I don't see I don't see why they wouldn't make it to the NBA finals. And as you said, LeBron is playing out of his mind again at the age of 35, 36, 35, 36, 36, man, 36, 36. Hey, I have nothing else to say about the Lakers other than championship or bust. You know, it's crazy to think that LeBron really is just playing at the high level that he's at right now, man. You know, you and I, Abdi, I remember when I was, real quick, quick story. When I was nine years old, I went to Dallas and my cousin gave me a, a, a basketball. It was a LeBron basketball. It was teal and like gray or something like that. And I was nine years old, okay? 
And this was after his rookie season. And I was like, you know, I became a little, you know, I, I like LeBron at that age. Okay. Nine years old. I'm about to turn 27 this year and he's still playing at the same, I actually better than what he was at the time. And that's just crazy to think, you know? Um, but anyways, moving on real he, quick. He's aging, he's, oh, aging, he's aging like fine wine, man. That guy's, he's got another good six years left in him. Yeah, man. You got to give me the, uh, the daily nutrition facts that you're, 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 you're intaking because I need that body to be preserved like that at 36. But anyways, for the culture, man. Okay. For the culture. We only have one segment. And this is a very important important segment. Okay. Oh, let me get my nose real quick. Let me get my nose because. <clears throat> so earlier this week, a woman by the name of Tessica Brown posted on her IG story that quote, if you run out of hairspray, don't use Gorilla Glue. I washed my hair 15 times and it hasn't gotten out. Now, this is very unfortunate that Mrs. Tessica Brown had to do this during Black History Month. Let me just stay, start off with that. Um, you know, it's crazy to think that as an alternative to a hairspray or anything like that, you got to put Gorilla Glue as advice to the people of social media. But um, I don't know. You know, I, I just I just wonder what makes you want to go through your cabinet you know what i'm saying look at all the products you might have you know maybe not use normal glue or you know some sort of like random olive oil or some shit excuse me uh but but gorilla glue is the one product that you decided to put in your hair and thought i would be okay with um shout out to michael obang i don't know if that's his real name or that's how you pronounce it but he is a nigerian or excuse me ghanaian wow i'm messing up ghanaian American who performed the surgery to remove all that for free. So I want to give him kudos, man. That's that's super dope. Uh, and then I saw, I don't know if this was true or not, Abdi, but I saw a rumor that she's actually trying to sue Gorilla Glue because they were saying, she was saying that, you know, Gorilla Glue says that you can't use the products on certain things, but not hair. I really hope somehow this turns around and she gets sued for all this stuff that's going on. But anyways, Abdi, that's the story. I know you heard of it. I know everybody's heard of it this week. So I want to hear your thoughts about this, man. Here's here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. <sighs> I don't know where to start. I really don't. First, first of all, man, I don't know how many times I've used Gorilla Glue in my entire life. Probably like zero. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Why in the world? First, I feel bad for the girl. Hope, hope the surgery. Went yeah, well, yeah, right? it went well. I think, um, I think people were saying that even some of her hair, like she was able to still have more hair in her head than before she used Gorilla Glue or something, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. But um, what on earth? made you want to put Gorilla Glue on your head, knowing that first, did, did you see that story, Johannes, about that guy who said, yo, this girl is capping, like she's a whole cap. I'm going to do this with a cup and put it on my lip. What, what, and now they have him at the hospital and he's, he might lose his upper, half of his upper lip because he, he said, yo, that, that girl's capping. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> wait, like, wait, do we really breathe the same air as these people? Like, that's very hard to believe that we actually, like, 
made the same way. I don't know, man. I think I think that whole Gorilla Goo thing is worse than what Lil Uzi did with, with the pink diamond on, on the forehead. I keep tapping this right here. I'm just like, how is that even possible? You know what I'm saying? But like, there's a lot of weird shit that people have been doing after 2020. And I don't blame them, but like Gorilla Goo's like out of this Nah, world, nah, bro. Man. Listen, listen, listen. Let's cut you off, man. But I do blame them. What you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm just saying the pandemic. The pandemic has had a lot of people thinking about doing a lot of different things. I get it. I get it. You, you, you're home alone. Oh, no, 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 bro. If you, if you want to do different things, go to the gym, try a new hobby, you know, go to a new place to, to try a new lunch or something like that. You don't just put Gorilla Glue in your hair or put on your lip or put diamonds on your, you know, embedded in your forehead. <laughs> I think she thought it was a remedy, bro. I think that's the only, you know, you know how, our folks are, man. It's like, we try to get our bang for a buck. So, like, I get it. She thought it was a home home remedy. You can't believe everything you see on the internet, just like you can't hear, believe everything you see on TV. So, like, I'm glad everything went well. Also praying for that guy with the the, the lip problem, man. Nah, bro. Nah, hope, nah. Hope that's, that's a lesson. Hope that's a lesson to all the, the young nah, my prayers are gonna go to people who actually deserve it and got stuff that they don't deserve to happen to them. Not people who put gorilla glue on their top lip, bro. You know what I'm saying? He put gorilla glue on his top lip because he thought somebody else was capping after he saw the video. Come on, man. Come on, man. I hope your lips get stuck together, bro. No, I'm just kidding. No, let me see. Let me relax. But listen, let me just this wasn't part of the segment, but I want to talk about it. Lil Uzi putting that diamond on his forehead, man. I think it's a $20 million-plus diamond. He is a walking lick, bro. Bro, bro, do you really think that was really $24 million, though? Like, imagine what he would do with that money. I, I believe it. Knowing, I'm not saying knowing him because I don't know him, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's worth $20-plus million, even though that's the stupidest purchase. on your forehead. Now, 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 looking at that, bro, do, do, you, think, do you think that was a smart move or – an idiotic move. Listen, bro, in 2021, when people are still recovering from financial issues of COVID, 20 plus million dollars could take care of so many families, bro. He put that on his forehead. Put that, can you imagine? What if it gets stolen? You don't have insurance on that. It's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's he going to do? Like, you killed him, bro. I was just like, geez, man. The, the internet in general just killed him. So I was like, damn, bro, like, that pink diamond thing, I don't know, man. Just just goes to show you what 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 a lot of musicians and a lot of artists use their hard earned monies on, you know? So yeah, duffel bags full of honey buns, you know, you got diamonds embedded in your forehead, you know, uh OBJ wearing that uh Richard Millie, was it? The one of one out of ten ever made and he played yeah. in a game in which the Browns still had a losing season. It makes a lot of sense, bro. People are just spending money on stuff when there's people out here if you give them 20 dollars bro they would be the most thankful people ever you know what you gotta do right you gotta you gotta you gotta go out there and, and tell them to like yo let me be your financial advisor i got you Tra- I, I, you know what i'm saying like you you go with the whole trademark and all that stock market nah, and all that like, nah bro because what's gonna happen is invested. get these guys nah, listen bro i i appreciate the kind words but the thing is this to be a financial advisor to these people, you have to literally agree with every purchase they make. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, buy that. Because, listen, if you don't, they're just going to fire you and replace you. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hustle, hustle, hustle by any means, Johannes. That's his new nickname. Hustle by any means. <laughs> Bro, hey, but yeah, man, that's all I had, man. My rent was gonna be about the whole Gorilla Glue too, so it was kind of like a two-part segment. Well, my rant is is sports related, but I'll keep it short. I'll keep it real short. Um, JB Bickerstaff and uh, what's the coach for the Rockets? Paul Silas' son. Um, Stephen Silas. Stephen Silas. Is it Stephen or Sean? I don't know if we messed up his name, but uh, I think I think it's Stephen. Okay, so and his Steven, dad's Paul. Yeah, yeah Stephen like Silas and JB Bickerstaff. As a proud, proud, proud fantasy owner of two great, great players on your team, please, please, please coach them right or let them go. Please, I, I pray, I pray. You, Stephen Silas, if that's your name, I pray if you have DeMarcus Cousins on your team and you're playing just Sean Tate and What's his name? P.J. Tucker, who just literally dresses up and gets on the floor to show off his kicks more minutes than my guy, DeMarcus Cousins. Let him go. J.B. Bickerstaff, bro. If you have Andre Drummond, former All-Star, on your squad and you start him and you you bench him over Jarrett Allen, who could play the, the four as well, let Andre go. That's it for my rant. I'm not gonna say anything else because I'm just gonna start cussing, and you know how that goes. Like, so is this is this an actual rant? Because is I'm, this a selfish rant, or is this like a rant because they should actually definitely get no, minutes? I, I, I said, I said, I I'm a fantasy owner, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I, I'm just trying to see what what it's more lenient towards. Like, you want Boogie to actually play in the games? Just I for, want you know, for the purpose. You see what he's doing out there? It's 30 plus points that he's pulling up for my fantasy team. Why? I'm sorry, Christian Woods. I hope you. I hope you heal. Take your time, though. Take your time. I hope you heal. I hope you heal. But you see what happens when he plays over 30 minutes. Gets gets me fantasy points. Gets your team wins. I think. Have they been winning? Have they? I, I can hear you. You kind of. My bad. You might have to edit that part. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm saying, has the Rockets been been winning? Oh yeah, they they've been decent. I think they're like a 500 team right now. All right, so listen, bro. Keep the Marcus in the game. Stop, stop playing that five out. It's not two K. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. PJ Tucker's like one for forty every other game. So like, cut that, cut that guy. Send him out. Like, do something. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm a mad, I'm a mad fantasy owner. All right, I'm done my rant, bro. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no reason why PJ Tucker should have twenty thousand pairs of shoes and average zero points, two rebounds a game, man. I, I just don't get that. But that's your boy, though. Oh yeah, that's homie. But I still, I feel like you know, I feel like I still got a better shoe game than him. Oh, one hundred percent. Yo, let me tell y'all something. Johannes mm-hmm. can't testify. Has the best shoe game in the state of Maine. Point blank. Period. Point blank. Period. If you got a problem, my guy, man. Below. Comment below. Comment below. Ah, right, Johannes. Hey man. Yeah, we we got. I, you know, I gotta show my shoe game uh, next week, man, or something. You know, I don't gotta. You know, show yeah, people so what I, I got. Wish, you know I, wish, what I wish Miles. I wish Miles was here so he could address those comments about his. Uh, Jokic and AD, because that. Oh yeah, the man who said that Jokic should not be starting in the All Star game. Yeah, I was looking forward to that. 